Hey, this is Duff McKagan, and you're listening to Power Moves with Mike Burns, you guys. Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no clasp. Blown shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making Welcome back to the Power Moves P Mail Bag. If you want to be featured on the show, shoot an email to powermoveswithmikeburns at gmail.com. Once again, thank you to Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses for that kind promo. We'll play the title track from his new solo album, Tenderness, at the end of the program. Joining me. Once again, back in the saddle, B-dubs, Brooks Whelan, what's up, man? I'm Axl Rose. (laughs) Axl Rose. Yeah, I'm Axl Rose. Hey, everybody. Yeah, Yeah, that's how he talks. Hey. He he sing talks. That's like an old Conan O'Brien bit. Like, with with just the mouth moves, that would be that. That's how he would talk. Hey, Conan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I found out Gabs has never heard Use Your Illusion 1 or 2, so it was very exciting to just play them. And then I realized most of... The most of Axl Rose's scene is he really croons and then he's like, like he croons and then he just talks to you. You know, uh, I can't give you a good example. Never. No, mind. no, no. It's text. It's a lot of texture. Like Civil War, he's like, like ain't nothing silver about war anyway. What's and so then it's like about war anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. That was a terrible. And then, and then, but getting the ring is the ultimate. Like. What about you, fucking blah, 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 over at fucking Page Magazine? Get in the ring. What are you mad because your dad gets more pussy than you? Like, Jesus. Yeah, it, it is. A lot the, of grievances. It's the ultimate, like, dump. He just yeah. dumps it all out, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, and then he's like, bah, bah, bah. okay, either way. You should, should do, that's, this would be a good excuse for you to buy those two on vinyl and enjoy them. I think that'd be a whole different experience. I think experience. the best excuse would be if I uh, had money. Right. So I'm going to wait for that. Well, we all need some. <laughs> God right. knows the P-mail bag is not raking in the box. No, it is. We're doing great. We're doing fantastic. It is doing great. That's the thing, man. This show is it, it's it's taken off, and and people really seem to enjoy it. As do we. I love it. We, we look forward to this. This yeah. is one I don't have to fight you to come over and no, do. No, 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 not at all. I like the other one too. But I was just looking at my vinyl collection right now. We're at back at, at your old house, my seeing what you apartment. can sell. Well, no, not seeing what I can sell, but <laughs> but being like, I had like a three hundred dollar a week vinyl habit for about a year. Oh man, when when both of us had money going to amoeba was the we were were rolling man so fun me and you'd have a nice walk to amoeba and then Mm -hmm. fill up a bag and then go to happy hour and play with our new toys and show people sitting next to us hey check out this cool album i got wow check it check it i forget what burns got 45 new uh we were metal tapes from the 80s they're not very cool but here's a band you've never heard of here's john prine we had john prine yeah like i loved john prine and that was a good day all right let's get into it first off i want to give a big shout out to my homeboy dave who's healing up from a Ticker problem. I mean, Dave probably never read Dad Boner, even knows what the fuck it is, but that's where the name comes from. And I talk to this dude every day. So we send the OG brother good vibes as he gets well. Hey, I haven't been, yeah, good vibes to Dave, but quick question. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, good vibes to Dave. But what's going on quick with Big question. Toilet? Uh, I haven't, like, because I'm not as involved anymore. So what's big? You still get doing the Big Toilet updates? Someone, someone called it out. Oh, who he was? No. Oh. Someone called it out what's happening. And I'll tell you what happened, Brooks. Okay. And I'll say I'll tell it to everybody. Big Chris is the new big toilet. Okay, I like it. 
Because Big Chris... Big Chris comes with fire. He doesn't just try to fight me. Big Chris comes with great stories. Big Chris comes with the positive vibes. Positive vibes. And I was going to drop this in the middle of the show and Mm -hmm. talk about this. Okay. Maybe I wasn't even going to, but I'll do it now. I'm tired. I don't give a fuck. I want Big Chris to do a Big Chris's Corner. Yeah, I look... Big Chris... Once every two weeks, once a month. Guys, can you put... A link to Big Chris's Instagram in this episode description. Oh, they, no, I don't do that. No, it does, you it, should do it. It fills it up too much. It doesn't fill it up. Just at whatever. What is, what is they Big Chris's know. Instagram? No, you just go to the Power Moves podcast Instagram <laughs> oh, and like, he's all over there. Okay. All right. All right. All right. He's all over there. I man. just am really fascinated by Big Chris. He sent me a new story. I didn't have time to put it in this episode. It'll be in the next episode probably. All right. He said he's got a pile of them and they're fantastic. Big Chris, you're the man. Big Chris, the new big toilet, baby. Big toilet, you're done. Woo, woo. You're out. Trying to bring some positive vibes. We got a lot of negative shit on this show. Trying to bring those pause vibes, my man. Yeah. Everybody, keep up with those five-star reviews. I need a 1,000 by August, and that's never going to happen. <laughs> I'm fucked, and I'm a liar if it doesn't happen. I'll be ruined. I need a 1,000. Here's what you do. You lie to everybody, and you tell them that you're friends with Leonardo DiCaprio, and then they'll give the reviews. That and didn't then you pay dis- off for you, and Brooks. Then you disappoint. Also, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Burns. You get the After Dark programs, and I'm working on getting video posted of each flagship episode. That's going to be new, Brooks. You're going to be able to watch the show, which you'll see us just sitting here like you in your underpants. What? I, I dig it. I dig it. I think it's going to be exciting. It'll be a game changer. Uh, I'll be on an upcoming episode of Advice from Dipshit with Matt Bronger, and they do that. It's pretty simple. I think I get it figured out. I want to get it done. I get the job done, Brooks. I work, baby. I want to say this. This show, the second show in the franchise, has become fucking awesome. It's the campfire story time. Mm-hmm. It's the best one on the planet. And uh, we enjoy it once again. So it. everyone keeps supporting, and it, it, it everything that you do makes a big fucking difference. All right, let's get into so it. So let's get our hands dirty in the bag, Brooks. Let's okay. dig into that bag. This is from Daddy Derek. This is a callback from Female Bag Four's Never Buy Small Pizzas report. Oh yeah, and I've been living by that. Well, Brooks, this is all about you, baby, dude. I've got lefties left and right. Iowan daddy here. Got to get, got to back up Brooks by saying nothing is better than Casey's pizza. Fucking right. It's the only pizza place in most small towns in Iowa and keeps up, keeps everyone satisfied all the time. It's the best gas station pizza. Love the- I'll put it up against literally any other gas station pizza on the planet. Casey's beats it. Casey's beats fucking Domino's. Casey's beats Papa John's. The other thing Casey's doesn't beat is like New York slices. But when you're home, ooh, that Casey's sausage. Don't, don't mess around with pepperoni don't mess around with cheese they get that they get the sausage casey's sausage peach is so fucking good love the podcast keep doing your thing really looking forward to the weekend you guys thank you that's from Derek a wilmeth dropping the full name loud right. and proud yeah it's a casey's but, pizza man but i should reach out to casey's see if i can get a casey's rep dude I need some casey's, casey's is world casey's world famous i listen to this podcast a couple oh, bucks i'm sending this out to thousands of people no but i'm just saying people know about casey's pizza it yeah. is like if you go to if you travel through the Midwest and you see Casey's, you fucking go there. It's like known. Like I listen to this podcast called Flow Wrestling Live because I'm a, so, a psychopath and love uh, Olympic and college wrestling. And they were in Iowa and they were talking about Casey's Pizza. It's fantastic. It's 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 well known. I need to have it. It's it must be good. It's if, great. If everyone enjoys. It's like you go and you get a slice. It's got the. Here's what I do. I get two slices. I eat one while I'm like getting water or whatever. 
or, or beer. And then when I get up there, I got another one, you know, and I show them because you I'm like, hey, I got the empty little sleeve here, but I did get one size of pizza. See, I can't eat like stuff until I'm home and settled. Oh, it, no, this you is will just house this stuff is car in the pizza. store. A, a girl one time, huge shout out if she listens to the female power. Uh, she gave me she female gave me my, power move. Yeah, she gave power me. Boobs. She came to one of my shows and because I talk about Casey's Pizza on my podcast a lot. Uh, she came to one of my shows in St. Louis and gave me a gift card. She goes, here's a Casey's gift card while for while you're in the Midwest. I go, thank you. I went, I figured five bucks, $20 gift card wow, she gave me. That is generous. I fucking, I, I splurged. I got everybody who was around me pizza because I'm like, I'm not coming back to the Midwest anytime soon. I'll, on the P-mail bag, I will give a promo for Casey's pizza for 20 bucks per episode. That sounds fair. I mean, if you this get it is for a free, promo. If you this, get it for free, I know. This is a promo. But you got to give a little to get a little. I got another thing from To uh, keep things even, fuck Deschutes. I got another. No, I'm trying to get a uh, Deschutes sponsorship. Deschutes trash. Yeah, but we're going we're gonna to burn you down on the show, Brooks. Natterdays. <laughs> Natterdays has, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking into that also. Let's move forward. Something from Daddy Matt. Okay. This is a callback from the Motorola story in P-Mail Bag 4. Hey, Mike, just getting into yesterday's show. I have in-laws that live just outside of Esterville and have gotten loose and conversational within its city limits. Uh, Esterville, Esterville, Iowa. It's from that where that where that crappy college was okay. where the guy hides all the Motorola razors in the in the ceiling yeah, so fantastic to story. fuck with his buddies. Yeah. I shit you not, the high school team name is The Midgets. I used to have a t-shirt with a yoked up little person, but I think a buddy stole it when he came to visit. He sent a picture. I'm putting that on Power Moves podcast Good. on Instagram. That's insanity. That just shows you like the ass backwards shit that's going on in these small towns. I mean, the midgets. I, I, that's not that's not OK to say that hasn't been OK to say like before the PC movement that all got. It, little person, little care, person. Man. Abortion is being legalized again. Oh, Things are moving backwards. Gee, many Christmas. All right. Uh, this is from Daddy Matt. That's I mean, a, that was from Daddy I mean, Matt. is being banned is what I meant. Well, I know. We, let's not go down an abortion hole. No, I'm Bring just, everyone I'm saying, fucking down I'm on like, Tuesday. Th there's no difference between 1950 <laughs> and 2019 except on Twitter. Right. Right. If you if you don't live in the entertainment industry, shit has not changed. No, not really. And I mean, yeah, we're all learning it's not changed. No, no. Donald Trump is the current president. He the president. He tricked everyone. I told I was opening for Seth Meyers, and I, I was asking him. Uh, I was like, "Hey, just a heads up. I end uh, I end my set with respect the office. Is that okay?" <laughs> he was like, "What?" And I was like, "No, I'm fucking joking." Man. Donald Trump is the uh, see. Here's a rant I went on the other day about red delicious apples. They're fucking garbage. They have shoe leather fucking skin and they're bland oatmeal on the inside and they tricked everyone into eating them. They're garbage. I don't like apples, man. I even, know, but honey even crisp? cut up, even cut up apples. I don't like not a honey crisp. Well, that's what Donald Trump is. He's the red delicious apple of presidents moving. Now that's way. So he's a he is a brown banana. Yeah, it's a you know what I do. If I have like a like a red delicious apple, you know what I like to do? I throw it at a fucking wall. You ever throw an apple at a wall that's a shitty apple and it makes that pop? It is it no, is satisfying. I I, either way, I, I'm not an apple guy, but around here we got those fruit dudes who who cut up the fruit. Right, eight bucks, you get like fucking a, like five days worth of fruit. And it's they, so and they put great. the hot seasoning on there. Oh, the they cut it so well. Like they're cutting the mangoes in a way anything. I've never even thought of. Right, this is a uh, a new segment. Brooks, okay, for the program for the female bag. Wow, segments da within segments. Daddy rants and reviews. Okay, 
I want to open it up for people to review things. That's it could great. be a pizza you had, a restaurant you want to trash, mm-hmm. a restaurant you want to rave about. Rants give, and raves. I'll Daddy a, rants and raves and reviews. Ooh wee! I'm excited. I'll do a I'll do I'll, I'll do a positive rant to Rocket Man. It's fantastic. But and I'll do a negative rant to Bohemian Rhapsody. I feel like it hurt Rocket Man. Bohemian Rhapsody trash. Rocket Man, great. Thank you, Brooks. This is a Power Moves restaurant review. Oh, great. This is from Bubba Gump Shrimp Company in Hong Kong. Wait, huh? So it's this not guy, a review of Bubba... It's a review of the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. But I thought you said it was a pizza re- review. No, Brooks. You were talking about the Elton John movie or something. I thought you said we're get, we have a small town pizza review or something like that. No, it's a... I don't know. Listeners, hit that 15 back a couple times. See what Mike said there. I don't think I said pizza. All right. It's well, let's go for it. Power Moves restaurant review of oh. Bubba Gump Shrimp Company in Hong Kong. Okay, I thought you said and Now, pizza. I like this because okay. we're going to learn about Hong Kong. So we're all going to travel to Hong Kong together for a moment. Hey, guys, love the show. Figured I'd try something a little bit different as all the love you have for chain restaurants brought this to mind. My wife and I were lucky to get to do some traveling in Asia last year and spent a few days in Hong Kong. We didn't have a ton of time there, so we tried to hit just a couple of the big tourist spots while also eating as much as humanly possible at night markets and whatever other places we stumbled across. Yeah. The food situation, Sounds Hong like a Kong. great traveler as you might guess, is top-notch. Bold flavors from around Asia on full display, really hard to go wrong. Anyway, this particular afternoon, we wanted to check out Victoria Peak, which is a mountain that overlooks the city and is famous for having great views. You would like that, Brooks. Got to go up there and get the lay of the land, right? Great, Great place to gram. There's a tram that leaves from downtown that goes up and down the mountain, and we took one look at the line for that thing and immediately jumped in a cab. Never been a big tram guy anyway. Also, no tipping cab drivers in Hong Kong. It's built in nice. So they skip going to this historic mountain for the view. I mean, I thought that you could just go to the Statue of Liberty and I lived like where I could see it almost. And I never, I went, I walked over there one time. I was like, I'm gonna go to Statue of Liberty. They're like, get in line. I go, I'm never gonna get to the Statue of Liberty. I did go once when I lived in New York for four years and I was uh, I was so drunk, I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like, cause there's bars right there. It's right down there in the financial district. Absolutely there are. And it's like, uh, but I'm not waiting in no fucking line. So I love this story because he's gonna go at this nice uh, mountaintop view on his on his trip to Asia and then decides to go somewhere else, which is, uh, continuing on, I hunted around for other options, but there it was, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. <laughs> it, we headed inside and were greeted by the greatest thing I possible, mean, an empty bar. That is, first of all, I would do this too because I want to see, do this. I see what they what their idea of American food is in China. Oh, I would do this 100%, man. Because they got some fun stuff. Also, walking into got a, some variations. When you walk into a big chain restaurant and the bar is empty, that's what gets my fucking dick rocking you and rolling, see, man. You ever see fucking idiots waiting in line to be sat and you're like, the bar is open? Yes. Like, you boneheads. I go direct to the bar. I even love if I'm not dr- the bar. Even if I'm not drinking, I sit at the bar. I love sitting at the it's bar. It's comfy. That's where the teeve is. The teeve's there. You, you, you sit there. It's so fun. The place was huge, and there were maybe three people in there. Restrooms, absolutely pristine. Man, you could take a nice dump at Bubba Cump Shrimp Company in Hong Kong, just if, you, if you're ever there. Once uh, we had pressing matters out of the way, we grabbed seats in the bar and ordered what I would say are a couple of the best large cold ones I've ever had while enjoying the view that people were falling over themselves and paying money for a couple floors up. 
Extra bonus, the bartender was completely checked out, so he didn't even know, uh, give us any of that gump trivia bullshit. Because <laughs> when you go to Bubblegum right. Strip Company, you have to you have to deal with with their tidbits from the from the film we've all seen five thousand fucking times. I, the the one I I've got a, a power moves issue. The Bubblegum Shrimp Company and Universal City Walk doesn't show Forrest Gump on a loop. Wow! If I'm at a Bubblegum Shrimp. I want to be watching Forrest Gump. You want to feel like you're in the film. I want to be there. Just all in all, a fantastic experience. Five stars, just like this podcast. Even in exotic lands, never underestimate Bubba Gump. Another group came in while we're leaving, looking like they were doing the exact same thing. We exchanged nods, knowing that they had truly conquered Victoria Peak, pick included. P.S. B-dubs would be proud to know that I wrote this in my work email and posted it into Gmail before sending so I'd look busy. Yes. Shout out fantastic. to Entry Level. Intru, that's an Entry Level exclusive. You jam. You, I would send myself. I sent myself to my work emails, all the Harry Potter novels, and I would just sit there and I would read them. I'm going to put that picture on Insta. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, like he's in a, he's, he's way, he's way fucking high, man. For lack of better words, I could say. And he's drinking a beer out of a Bubba Gump uh, oh, shrimp glass. Delicious. It I wonder, is the uh, ultimate. Uh, can we have this daddy uh, send just a follow up of like, were, was there an Asian zip to it? Or is Bubba Gump shrimp like fucking, we don't care if it's China <laughs> or California, same menu. I'd like to see that. I'd like yeah. to see a menu screenshot. Yeah. I bet I we mean, could look that up, though. I'm sure. I'm sure. This story is fabulous, Brooksy. I thought you were gonna go with fantastic. Mm, fabulous. Abs. Ab. Fab. Fabulous sounds like a great R&B singer. Well, fabulous. Fabulous, fabulous is a singer. Okay. Brooks. Yeah, that's. You know, breathe that song. Breathe. Oh, that's the jam. All right, I got to listen. We'll Breathe. Dun, 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 dun. It's by Fabulous. Yeah, Fabulous. Fabulous. Okay. Not Fabulous. Fabulous. All right, I'm in. Elaborate comb over man from Trailer Park defiles grocery store bathroom. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this, hits, this hits all the spots. <laughs> this gets me in the tickle place. Please don't use my full name if this makes it. That's how you know the story's going to be good. <laughs> 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 Mike from Brooklyn is cool. Me and a few friends saw Brooks the other week. Fun show. Came very out nice. came out and saw your big banger in New That's York. That's very kind. There you go, Daddy. Hey Mike, I enjoyed this week's P mail cast. The grocery store store story reminded me store story. The grocery store story reminded me of my time working in one during high school. As I did. As I did for a very long time. And in college. Uh, I grew up in Pennsylvania and worked at a grocery store for four years during high school. There was this odd guy who came in every day. He bought a lot, all caps, of lottery tickets and a few grocery items each day. That's the best thing about when you work in a store like that. Regulars, guys that just are like in the store twice a day. Like, don't you have a fucking list? Yeah. Make a list, man. Yeah. <laughs> this one thing. Well, if you live in New York, well, he's living in Pennsylvania. In no, New this York, is not. In New York, you shop meal to meal. Right. That's different. You don't put things in your fridge in New York. No. The one thing I remember about this guy is his hair. He was obviously bald, but grew a giant mullet at least two feet long. Oh, my God. And had this elaborate way of combing it up to the front of his head, then folding it back and using a bunch of bobby pins to secure the thing together Whoa. into kind of a pompadour style. Wow. It sounds like, like a David Cross Mr. Show character. Okay. This is great. <laughs> this was in the early 90s, and the place didn't have public restrooms. We had one powder room type bathroom in the back. 
It was located in the large storage warehouse area where all the pallets were kept. It was a huge room with the entrance to it and the bathroom on opposite ends. We're talking a good hundred yards from the door to the warehouse and the door to the bathroom. One day, elaborate comb over man <laughs> asked to use the bathroom. We allowed him to go back there. About 30 minutes later, the manager is paging me and another teenage coworker to come to the back room. We're both around 16 years old making 435 an hour. As soon as we go through the doors into the back room, we're hit with the smell equivalent to the heat of a thousand suns burning up a pile of diapers and cow manure. Oh, my God. It was the true smell oh, of rotten death. That gave me goosebumps. I ran out of there and opened a box of dryer sheets so I could put one over my nose and go back in. That's a fucking, that's a PM right there. Yeah. Remember when you used to smoke weed and you would blow it into yeah. a... a into like a toilet paper tube that you'd stuff dryer sheets in. Right, because that worked. Yeah, now there's no way the RA can I always had dumb this. friends that would, like, you'd go over to their house and they'd be like, oh, I got a system. They'd smoke cigs or fucking weed in their room with their parents' <laughs> home. I'm like, my mother could be fucking at the mall. She would yeah. smell that, kick the door down. Michael, one I'm time, getting destroyed. One, one time we went to Summerfest in Milwaukee and uh, I didn't have, or I, yeah, I'd like wrecked my car. I didn't have a good car or some, I don't know. Either way, my mom had me drive her car and then stupidly, uh, we hot boxed it. No, yeah, and that's then, never getting out of that. And I wasn't thinking. And then as soon as I got high, I was like, oh man, this is my mom's car. Like, and then it's a, <laughs> so I was like, windows down for the whole rest of the trip, that's, man. That's a fucking Brooks move right yeah, there. Yeah, I, you for, forgot the car I that, forgot you that I was, was your driving mother's. my mom's car until yeah, I, I just got do high. a bunch of drugs in here. Uh, boy, we went to the Milwaukee Zoo. We had a great time. We got kicked out of Summerfest. Fantastic. Actually, you know what? I saw uh, Tom Pearl Jam open for Tom. Here's a cool power move. Pearl Jam was opening for Tom Petty. Uh, and once you go to Summerfest, there's a side, there's like, you know, a bunch of free shit. And then there's a main show and it was Pearl Jam opening for Tom Petty. Pearl Jam's my favorite band. I had not seen Tom Petty and I was like, it'll be good. Anyway, I go, I go to scalp tickets thinking oh, 20 bucks. No, they're like $400. I'm in college. I'm driving my mom's car. I got no money. I'm like, this fucking sucks. Then Pearl Jam plays for only like a 35 minute set usually to do like three hours and then they're done and we're i'm trying to listen from the thing some people storm out furious pearl jam's done they're like fuck this i came to see pearl jam and i'm like can i can i buy your ticket off you and they're like whatever five dollars i went in and saw all of tom petty oh see there you go this is the best fucking trip ever it was so fun tom okay. petty rules yeah what kind of idiots like pearl jam's done i guess this uh like Tim Patty or yeah. someone's going to play. Also, <laughs> guess what? Eddie Vedder came out a ton of course to sing does. with Tom Petty. It of was he does. so fun. We looked in the bathroom and there was explosive diarrhea everywhere. Oh, oh. As Tim Robinson would say, a paint job. He did a real paint job. <laughs> it was all over the toilet, including the tank on the walls, on the sink, <laughs> on the floor. And there was even a bit on the ceiling. It was like a shit grenade went off, except the grenade was as big as the medicine ball sized chest beefer, and it was full of shit. Jesus. It's like he had diarrhea, and then, like, right in the middle of it, did a backflip. Just like run, like, like, was shocked by the, by the activity going on in his back door and started running around, like, in a panic. Oh my God, I can't stop the fucking fire hose so of doo doo coming out of my corn. So scary. Half of this bathroom was covered in shit. Not cool. 
As everyone tried not to vomit, <laughs> the manager said we had to clean up this mess. I looked him straight in the face and told him I'm not cleaning up shit for 4.35 an hour and punched out. <laughs> Goddamn right that's what you do. Yeah. You clean it up, motherfucker, fat paycheck bitch. Yeah. I ain't cleaning up shit. That manager's clearly making $8 an hour. <laughs> yes, or maybe 11 at that yeah. time. Yeah. That's enough Get your eleven dollar an hour doo doo hands all over that fucking mm. John. Get to work, yes, baby boy. I don't know who cleaned it up, but it wasn't me. <laughs> I kept working there, but peed outside instead of ever using that bathroom again. <laughs> we never saw elaborate comb over man again. I think he got his trailer towed to the next available park. That's true, Mike from Brooklyn. I don't know. That, that's a great story. I don't know why you wouldn't want your name used. It's a fantastic story. <laughs> eh, you know, some people have a family, Brooks. They're yeah, not, the, the, they're not pirates like us. He didn't do it. All right. This one is called uh, Norwich, Connecticut, the Rose of New England. And this is a callback to the McChicken Rage story from episode 38 with J.D. Risner and uh, uh, Dave Lyons from Beyond Yacht Rock, which was a great episode, Brooks. You were not. I, I, had, to go, I had to go out of town to, to record that one, baby. I get it. Hey, daddies. I want to start by saying thank you for the amazing podcast. Definitely makes the drive to work so smooth. Oh, I'll fill you in, Brooks. This chick uh, loses her mind because she doesn't have mayo or lettuce on her McChicken. So she, well, yeah, no, what? That's so important to the McChicken. She comes into the McDonald's and starts fucking everyone up. <laughs> yeah, no, I get, I agree. That's with what all JD of this. said. He goes, "Sounds right to me." No, hundred percent. You, you, know, if you give me a fucking dry chicken you sandwich, have, you got, I want it. I want it when I go to McDonald's. I don't go there for health okay i want to be grossed out with how much mayonnaise is on there it's up to me i want to fucking knock it off okay if i get zero mayonnaise on my chicken sandwich i'm gonna go fight people i i agree brooks here's my thing if when i get a chicken sandwich from mcdonald's mm -hmm. i better have a big fucking cum looking stain on my pants when i'm go. done nice yes i take it classy but you know i want so much mayo on there that i even being careful a yeah. gob is gonna drip. I uh, so I flew. I had to fly to Pittsburgh to open for Seth. It was like a. It was. It's not easy to get to Pittsburgh. I mean, from LA, it's it's easy. It's fine. But it's connecting flight in Atlanta. I got excited when I was in Atlanta because the Atlanta airport subway has the seafood sensation. Yes. Okay. So I'm running We're, around the. All the daddies are well aware. So I'm running around the Atlanta sensation. airport. <laughs> Looking for a Obsession. fucking subway. I'm the only person in this airport that's like, where's subway? Is it in the terminal? I can't get to it in time to make my flight. And I'm like, I'm cutting it close. So I run, I swing by Popeye's. I'm fucking starving. My flight was at four in the morning. And then I land in Pittsburgh and I have to go straight to the shows to open for Seth. Uh, didn't realize until I got there that uh, I was dipping it in sweet and sour all over the jeans. <laughs> like just a, just a real drizzle looks, just looks so bad. That's and what I'm I like, miss from living here is you would come home from trips like with the entire crotch and your under yeah. dick underpants exposed. Like you flew home that way. I'm like, well, I had an accident in Atlanta. I mean, it's, <laughs> like, yeah. You me didn't fix that? You didn't buy some fucking shorts from the gift shop? I mean, me on planes is if I, especially if I don't have the fucking window seat, I'm up. I can't sleep unless I got the window seat, baby. I want to start by saying thank you for the amazing podcast. Definitely makes the drive to work so smooth. And that's what we're here for. I appreciate that. In the last episode, you featured an episode about 
thriving metropolis of Norwich, Connecticut, and the colorful characters herein. I grew up on the next town over and eventually moved there in my early 20s. I lived in the same area as the McDonald's and felt overjoyed to finally see an accurate representation of my city in the media. When people think of Connecticut, they think of rich white people and Gilmore girls. No, no, no. That is not the Connecticut I know. No, yeah, Connecticut is fucking... Any, any bad... It's just like notoriously true. Anytime you have a shitty audience member in New York City, they're from Connecticut. This is this escalates. Norwich, Connecticut is nicknamed the Rose of New England. Back in the textile days, it was truly a great city. The elevator man Samuel Otis himself was born there. Also was traitor to the nation Benedict Arnold. That was my 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 dad's favorite joke. Whenever we'd go in an elevator, it'd be like, hey. Looks like Otis was here. When I was a little kid, I didn't understand. I was like, some guy named Otis goes to every elevator and puts his name on a plate there? So Otis... <laughs> and I truly believe that. Anytime you go in an elevator, look, there's probably a a, a, so, a, a, a little metal plate that says Otis, and so, it's because it's an Otis brand elevator. Okay, so this dude like figured out how to make them not death traps? Yes, yes. He figured out like proper like modern, modern day elevators. Great. It's been a long and steady decline since then. When I moved uh, into the less wealthy area, I saw some things. And with your story last week, now is the time to share them. He gave me a list, Brooks. Okay. I'm so I love excited. A list. I love a quick list. Yes, this is a quick list of little stories. So fun. It's the best. One time while at a bar, I watched a cop come in with a warrant for the arrest of a regular Bob. Not his real name. <laughs> so <laughs> he's, he's covering up for Bob. Not his real name. All right. The regular said, let me finish my beer. The cop obliges, and then Bob asked to smoke a cigarette. Once again, the cop obliges. Finally, Bob asked to do a shot of whiskey. The cop finally says no, and Bob is arrested and taken to jail. That's great. And the cop hung out while he finished his beer. That's, see, yeah. that's good small town stuff. Small that's towns great. aren't all bad. I don't mean yeah. to shit on them. I love small towns. It's just sometimes the small people town bars there are the best. Sometimes the people there uh, have some uh, some ignorance problems. Yeah, and, no, and you're like, well, they're a little sheltered. It's going to be easier to deal with. But if, if, if I had my brothers, I would love to live in a small town. That's just no. That's just how I is. No, no, no. You no, know no. me. You know me, Brooks. I just want to hide. Would be, you would be a small town. You, not you would not in a negative way. I'm just saying, like, I dream of moving to Wyoming. I know I'd put a. I would be like back here in a week. You'd being get like, bored. There's nothing not to do up there. Yeah, you evolved. I'm just, I'm, I'm just still Mike Burns from Saginaw, Michigan. Ain't, I didn't ain't, evolve. I was born in Manchester. Ain't never Iowa. gonna be nothing but that. I was bored when I was in Manchester, man. My house was located on the main road, and I had a second floor apartment. The window of our living room easily led to the roof of a porch, so that became our porch. This is where I would sit and smoke cigarettes, and at night I would hear the beautiful sounds of the city. Like crack whores trying to win over the affections of Johns, or fights from the bar, or drug deals. <laughs> I love it. I, I had a great stoop. See, everyone thinks like they they see watch TV and they see New York on TV and they're like, yeah, New York's so scary. No man, go to like a little small town like this. You want to yeah. see some real fucked up shit. That's my favorite thing in New York. I had a, I had a. I lived on the second floor and I had a fire escape that I could hang out on and I would drink wine and watch drug deals. Third story. My neighbor was another character. Let's call him Dan. One night, Dan got ripped and decided to show us how fast his truck could go. Whoa, this is <laughs> this great. This is a crazy cooter type thing. We told him it was a bad idea, but he wouldn't listen. <laughs> you can picture this story. It's so good. It's great. He peeled out. 
As he rounded the corner, we heard a loud noise and then nothing. <laughs> Turns out he forgot to shift and properly fucked up his engine. Oof. It sat in the Dunkin' Donuts parking lot for several days before being put, punched back to the parallel parked on the street in front of the house. Or pushed back. He wrote punched. That's not mine. That's not on me, Brooks. No, I get it. Dan would complain about not being able to get to work a lot after this. I like this Dan character. Yes. This Dan character is a wild card, and he must have 50,000 fucking stories. He's very crazy cooter. Yes. And finally, one night I brought a girl home from the bar. This girl proceeded to rob the apartment blind. (laughs) She took my phone, my backup phone, a laptop, a bottle of whiskey, and even my spare change jar. Later that day, she was arrested for heroin possession. (laughs) Sounds like you've got good taste. Oh, and then he added a bane. Oh, yeah. I mean, Small town, slim pickings, man. Sure, no, Sometimes you make a mistake. I mean, you're like a bad girl. Some, some, that's why I, chicks. That's why I go home with babies. They're like a bad boy. <laughs> Sometimes you you stick it in some probation. Okay, all right. Well, they, you took it to the weird. That's what I do. Gross. I know. Five. I once saw. It's not gross. I keep it real. Five. I once saw a guy get peeled pulled over after being with a hooker, but the cops let him go after there was a shooting down the road. Mm-hmm. The cop yelled to him. You got off lucky. That's all I can say about Norwich. Those are more. There are more stories, but back then I had my own podcast and had to take a couple episodes down after some people didn't like what I had to say. Nothing like pounding on your door at 2 a.m. while someone screams, do you want to die tonight? <laughs> to make you rethink a conversation topic on a podcast. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Please don't use my name. Say something cool like Hank. P.S. Brooks, if you ever want to go backpacking in Arizona, let me know. I'm going to call him Fat Dank Hank. That's a dope yeah, name. Yeah, of course I'm going to go backpacking in Arizona. I want to go to Havasu Falls, which is these, like, you hike. You can either take a helicopter there or it's like a three-day hike there and back. It's in the, the Grand Canyon, but it's like really hard to get to. It looks so fucking rad. Fucking this. Can you imagine if... If someone came to our door every time we... What if Deschutes Brewery showed up at your door? Good. I'd knock like, them out. What if there's a whole bunch of them? They're going to they're <laughs> fucking take you out, Brooks. Well, You want to die tonight, Brooks? Speaking of someone who would show up at the door, Nono was yelling at me the other day. Uh, Nono was excited to see me when I pulled up. She's oh, like, where yeah. have you been? Yeah, she's the best. Like, I moved fucking six months ago. Yeah, she doesn't like Gabs. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I walked outside and Gabrielle yelled, hi, Nono. And uh, she goes, hello, sir, to me. Oh. She just ignores Gabs. Oh, so maybe she's mad that I, I'm, I'm replaced. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't like her. That could be it. This our final story. Yeah, because I got to go to Toy Story 4. Yes, you do. You have a movie to make. I, to, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go film it. No, uh, but then I'll come back with a um, with a, a, a daddy review. Oh yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's not uh, Toy Story Four review, Brooks. It's only so exciting unless you do something bad there. No, I'm going at 1 p.m. because you bring I have... some wine, poop your pants, smoke some weed openly in the theater. <laughs> oh no, no, I get have a fight in the lobby. I have to do show tonight. Uh, get punched by the usher. Any of these things would be great stories, Brooks. No, I have to keep it. I have to keep it chill because I have to uh, shoot. I have to go do a I movie have, tomorrow. I've heard "keep it chill" come out of your mouth a thousand times. I gotta do the laugh factory. And out of those thousand, kept also, it chill like four. I've thought I've been kicked out of the laugh factory a half <laughs> dozen go. times and i they just keep having me come back i'm like what is going on think of all the fucking degenerates they have that go in there to perform comedy you can't even be in the yeah, top five of, of nightmare people that's like i i got nervous the other week when i took some 
photos that I pulled some posters off the improv wall because uh-huh. I was because I don't like some of the comics. And then uh, they were like, hey, and I was like, oh, yeah. And then I felt bad in the morning. I was like, oh, they have every person in there is a terrible person. <laughs> yes. I've been banned. I was banned from the improv for three months. Yeah, because you told Dave to like go fuck himself. I did something. tell Dave to go fuck himself. And I uh, called a uh, a woman in the audience a cum sewer. <laughs> oh, boy. That's back when you used to do stand up. I forgot. <laughs> ah. Thank God that's we're past that. Now we perform from home for many more people. Yeah, it's, it's great. A, it's a better right. deal. Okay, let's get this last P-mail. This is called Burned by Sun, Beaten by Bikers, and Broke as Fuck in One Day. This oh. is from Daddy Wooter in Belgium. Great. It is great. Okay. And it's written so well. Uh, except for spelling, because obviously, you know, he's 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 from he's, Belgium. He's Belgium. They speak uh, French, German. They, I, they I had to stay speak, up. They speak what? What was the other one? Flemish. I had to stay up late last night and uh, and read all the emails and replies and and, and do that sort of thing until like three a.m. And I was howling. Melissa's out of town. She's in uh, she's in Palm Springs for the weekend, and. I'm just dying laughing by myself like an idiot. I'm like, oh, this is what it'd be like if I didn't have a girlfriend. Now I'm just a crazy person drinking a bottle of wine, laughing out loud with well, the TV off. Well, let's get to it because I want to hear, I want to go see Toy Story, but I also want to hear a story. Hey, Power Daddies. Big fan of the podcast. I love to hear all the stories, so I thought maybe I should add one of myself making kind of a power move that went badly. Back in the summer of 2008, my friends asked me to join them to Grass Pop, a big metal rock festival in Belgium. I bet that's awesome. Oh, fuck yeah. Metal Belgium Festival? Holy shit. That's that's like the dream. Mm-hmm. I was really low on cash that year, and the festival takes place at the start of the summer holidays, making it impossible to get a quick job to save up some cash. I know I couldn't really afford it, but after hearing that a girl I really liked would join us, I said to myself, I'm going and I'll deal with the lack of money for the rest of my summer when I'm back. That's a good attitude. Get it done. Figure that shit out in the AM, my man. We arrived at the festival at noon and the weather was extremely warm. I was the only one willing to check out the band Mastodon and the blistering stun. Son, Mastodon's fucking fantastic. I've hung out in the green room with the uh, guitarist from Mastodon at Bonnaroo. Yeah. And he was talking about how he just got a new smoothie maker for his house. And yes. I was like, if your fans heard what you're saying. <laughs> no, man, Mastodon's hip, man. Mastodon's not like, they ain't about that life. Mastodon are fucking fantastic musicians i was trying to tell him about i was trying to, to like be cool to the dude from mastodon i was like oh yeah i just saw the these this band the orwells who have since disbanded because they're uh i guess rapists uh yeah for that's real. yeah that's um, uh, where you got to go away forever yeah they're done they've disbanded but uh at, at the time off, i did not know that Alaska. i enjoyed their music and i was like they brought everybody on stage they tried to break shit and he was like that's immature <laughs> i was like but yep. you're in mastodon no mastodon professional yeah Halfway through their set, I started to notice I was sweating a lot more than the people surrounding me, and the longer the gig lasted, the more sick I was feeling. By the end of Mastodon's set, I knew something was really, really wrong as I felt feverish and sick. Arriving back at my tent, I started vomiting like crazy, and my face turned into one big red inferno. Oh, boy, and you're camping. Fuck. Also, if you want to listen to this in your head in a Belgium accent, it makes it really exciting. I don't know what it is. They speak like three different languages yeah you know but it's something sure i i i'd 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 attempt it but i would just end up turning like hillbilly talk i'm not good i don't know i'm not that that good but it's some 
Clearly, I had a sunstroke and I spent the entire afternoon in either the medical post or either in my or in my tent puking. At first, this girl, because <laughs> he's with this chicken, remember he blew all his money to hang out with this baby, yeah, wanted, wanted to bone so bad. At first, this girl was so nice to stay with me, but after hours of really nonstop puking, I told her like a real hero, go to the festival without me. It's no point to stay around. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's the best I can do. Yeah. I remember she looked so relieved nobody wants to stick around with a guy nonstop vomiting at a music <laughs> festival. <laughs> Especially since all my other friends already left the camping site a long time ago. I spent the rest of the day in and out of portable toilets and those medical tents hoping to stop the vomiting. Oh, gosh. There's nothing worse than a music festival porta potty and it's Fucking hot. Sun poisoning. And it's hot. Oh, gosh. And puke smell. Uh, Later that evening when Imagine the. Imagine puking into a porta potty. Oh, you have to look in there. <laughs> oh, no. That's worse than diarrhea into yes. a porta potty. That's it's so way much worse. worse. It's infinitely worse. What do you touch? Oh, my God. Okay, keep going. Uh, there could be some splatter. <laughs> Later that evening, the sun uh, went down. I started to feel better, so by 10 in the evening, I could finally join my friends again. They were already pretty intoxicated, and the vibe was very loose. So loose that one of my friends decided to steal a trash bin on wheels, stand on top of the trash bin, and started peeing out of it while the other drunk friend drove it around. Wow. So like our trash cans with the wheels on yeah, them we have. No, I mean, this is insanity. He's peeing while this is being pushed. It was hilarious until they drove it into a bunch of bikers. <laughs> oh, no. This is like, At a metal fest. Yeah, this is like, uh, Jesus. My friend pissed by accident on some of them as the trash bin fell over. And boy, them biker daddies did not take that well at all. What happened next, I can only describe as a scene from Game of Thrones. I never saw so many people getting punched at once, and I'm sure lots of them had no idea why this was happening. <laughs> the last thing I remember is a small, bald biker running towards me, grabbing my neck and headbutting me full force. Oh, boy. That's what bikers do. They choke you, and then they headbutt you, oh. and you're destroyed. My brother used to headbutt me a lot because I would like grab his hands so he couldn't punch me, and then that just means that I have no protection against my face. I'm a big guy, and this small, angry biker knocked me out pronto. <laughs> From what I've heard, the fighting after was... Uh, what does it say? From what I've heard after the fighting was done, a couple of dudes carried me to the med post. So he's wow. been in the fucking all yeah. day. He's been puking in this hot tent at a metal festival. Then he comes out to hang his buddy driven around on a trash can, whizzing on bikers. And then, and then one of up. them, one of them headbutts him, crushes his face in, and he gets knocked unconscious and has, go, has to go back to the puke tent. No, 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 no. I woke up again in a med post, now adding to my red face, a busted lip. Two of my teeth went through my lip, leaving my shirt covered in blood. Oh. That's very metal. Oh, That's very metal. I had to stay there for a long while, and by the time I got out, it was already after midnight. I met up with my friends. <laughs> he, he just keeps going. He leaves. He keeps, he keeps going. Keep going. He, he leaves. He busts his teeth through his lip. And then he goes and meets up with his buds again. This guy's awesome. Yeah. He's not, he can't I got to go out of here. This is, I got to I gotta meet my friends for a cold one. I, yeah, no. I'm, I'm whip shell busted, but uh, yeah. I'm dehydrated, but I got to go meet my friends. Yeah. I got, you know, I couldn't, don't want to miss out. I got FOMO. Yeah, what if he misses out? 
I met up with my friends and all I wanted was a beer and have some kind of nice ending to that horrible day. I stood in line for a really long time and by the time I finally could order beer, I realized my wallet wasn't in my pants. (laughs) The doctor took it out to check my name since I was totally blacked out when they carried me to the med post. Jesus. Oh no. I just want a beer, please. Look at me. Please. (laughs) Covered in puke and blood. I'm a dist- like a destroyed Elma Fudd. Yeah. When I walked back to the post where I hoped my wallet could be, they said they already gave it to the police, and the police brought it to their office back in town, making it impossible for me to retrieve it that wow. night, leaving me burned red, beaten up by bikers, and without any cash, <laughs> and definitely no lady daddy attention. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His piece is gone. Oh, his young lady that he was fucking so enamored with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can't do that either. Yeah. This I, is so sad. I woke up at uh I was performing at uh Sasquatch in um Washington in, in eastern Washington and I woke up and I was tent camped and I woke up and my shoes were just gone and I had to drive <laughs> into town and buy shoes. <laughs> Stories from Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing this as I'm packing up for this year's edition of Grass Pop. I still love it. He's going back. This yeah, guy's this guy unreal. doesn't learn. There's one thing we know. He keeps going back for more. This guy's insatiable, and I love him. I still love it, and I'm sure this year we'll probably have a big laugh as this story is bound to pop up sooner or later while having beers. I love what you got. I, I love what you do, guys. I don't know if I told this story well. But I just had a crazy roller coaster day, and maybe you and all the daddies listening could have a laugh. Yes, we did. It was great. Greetings from Belgium. Wooter. Wooter, you rule. Yes. Rock the fuck on Wooter, and I would love to hear more about- About Pop Fest this year. About Grass Pop this year. Yes. I'm going to look it up, see what the lineup is. If you want to be featured on the uh, P-Mail bag, send anything to Power Moves with Mike Burns at gmail.com. And for the weekly bonus episode, go to patreon.com slash Power Moves with Mike Burns. Those are almost just full episodes at this point. This week's, uh, last week's, I guess, with Gnarly Zach, longer than the regular episode. Great. They're fucking fantastic. Uh, well, um, Big Chris, we want more. Bless you, daddies. Let's check out that uh, track from uh, Duff McKagan. You guys have a good... Tuesday. Blackened days lost away so gather round these lost and found stormy clouds a little tenderness is what we need oh the tenderness can't you feel it spread around A little tenderness, can't you feel us? Oh, tenderness, won't you please come on down? Darkest days, the deals we made 
on temple grounds That empty sound God's not around Say out loud, 